Last time on Taverns and Caverns, the party wakes up and notices that Wayne the Scholar is missing. Concerned, Edyard checks his room and notices scuff marks as if he's been taken away. The party leaves the tavern and stops by good old Willie's to buy a few old potions before they head to the Hollow Woods. On the way, they meet Sibo with his bodyguard Dalgrim and his two donkeys Rambo and Woody. They buy a few more supplies as they head into the woods. As they reach the woods, they decide to set up camp and as they're setting up camp are attacked by a pack of wolves. Upon defeating the wolves, they decide to take rest for the night. Chapter 2, The Hollow Woods, Part 2 Morning comes, it's about 6 a.m. You guys are now awake, feeling great. So at this point, you guys can continue your journey looking for these catacombs, or however you want to do it, but I'll leave that to you to talk it through. Oh, let's get this over with. All right, shall we, shall we uh, continue on course? Yeah, I mean, for morning it is surprisingly dark still. And we are under some pretty pretty thick canopy. After all the shit we've been through, this still better be the right path. We'll be really pissed off. He takes another piece of wolf and chews it on his way out. So which direction are you gonna make another maybe another survival check? Yep. No move or anyone really. I yeah. I rolled ten this time. Okay. I rolled eleven plus six. Okay, so seventeen. Yes. All right. you you rolling? <laughs> Natural one. You got nothing. He woke up groggy. I'm sure Damon's just gonna. Yeah, my survival's already a zero. Oh, so you just roll a d20. Miss whatever you get. Eleven. Okay, so Sooner's got the highest. So after the you guys wake, and I'm assuming eat breakfast, Sooner takes a look around, and she notices some animal prints, look like deer, at least she would think, leading to another direction, and then she also notices scuffed up prints again that you guys were following before, seem to show up yet again, very light as if. They're extremely old, hard to see, but she does spot them. If you guys want to follow those, that's up to you. Or if you follow the deer tracks, that's up to you. Whichever route you take, Isundra is able to see both. I don't see any tracks. Anybody else see anything? I've noticed nothing at all. No, not really. Sorry. I was fixing my spouse. <laughs> <laughs> when I see some tracks... So you saw some deer tracks, and then you saw some more, like, footprints of, like, that are, were similar to the ones you were originally following. They're both leading different directions. So it looks like there are some human tracks going this way. Do we want to keep following the people we were following earlier, or? I don't see why not. Came this far. I agree. Go ahead and do that. All right. Yeah. So as you guys follow these tracks, they soon lead you onto another pathway that takes another few hours, mm -hmm. but eventually you guys come across what you've been searching for. Deep within the hollow woods, you find an old, old abandoned structure, catacombs to be exact. Within the catacombs, or along the catacombs, you see the Nature of the forest has begun to take over the catacombs. There's vines, branches all over the walls of these stone-made uh, catacombs. There is a large entrance 
way leading into the catacombs. However, within the entranceway, it's pitch black and it's leading down. There's stair. There's a staircase leading down from the entrance. What do you do? Roll survival check. Check for traps. And I roll like crap. Five. All right. All right. Would it be survival? Or... Can that, I do an investigation? That would be more a perception. Perception. Oh, okay. perception. perception then. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ooh. Okay, I roll a twenty-three then for perception. Ooh, I rolled twenty-two. An Eleven. Okay. <laughs> perception. I roll hot fire. Okay. I roll nothing. Five. Eight. Okay, so you, Eddie, doesn't notice anything. What was everyone else's? I got an 22. 22. You don't notice anything. So they know. Okay, so as you guys come across the entrance, the staircase going down, it's a very small entrance, so you have to go in one at a time. Mm -hmm. As you guys look at the entrance, the one staircase, you notice a few steps down when you take one of the torches out. Uh, Nomu and Damien. Who was that? Who had the high roll? Nomu. Nobu notices a string along the staircase as you're walking, like a like a string trap, like you were to pull the string and whatnot. You notice a string. You don't know if it's a trap, but you notice a string that's along the stairs. Just a second. There's something here. Looks like a trap. He tells him about the small string. That's <laughs> so at this point, if you want to try and disengage or what or whatever it is. You don't know if it's a trap or not. You would attempt to make me a investigation check to see how you can figure out how to disarm it. Who's the investigation? Me. Five. Fourteen plus five. Okay. Hot fire again. Hot fire. Okay. Thirteen. What the? Twenty-two. Holy <laughs> oh, crap! Well, you are a cat. Okay. So you probably. This is definitely a trap. I set one of these when my mother-in-law said she was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Let's say she was on bed rest for that visit. <laughs> Terrible. Let me use the other. All right. If that's the case, Nomu looks at the string. He can see that simply cutting it probably won't be the best way to go. He can see that it leads into the not into the wall, but it leads to the wall and it goes down the stairs. It's definitely he would assume maybe some sort of wired trap that might signal something or do something or maybe an axe or something might come out of the out of the ceiling while you're walking down now to attempt to disarm the trap you need thieves tools oh i got you you need that i ain't got none of that i have a burglar's kit luckily damien has thieves tools Uh, don't get the wrong idea i'm a family man (laughs) yep so, all right, Damien, you're gonna, you're gonna try to attempt it. Well, yeah, go ahead and do a, I'm gonna try and disarm it. 18 and five. All right. Damien takes her, uh, his good. thieving tools. He studies it. Nomu tells Damien what he saw when he studied it. Damien already knows how to handle the situation. Damien cuts it and grabs the other end before it falls down. And he's able to stop whatever it was going to do. The trap has been disarmed. Nice. I'm not proud of how I know this. <laughs> fuck this up, just say that. <laughs> so what do you guys do? Well, Take you down. You can only go in one at a time. Well, That's I'm it. in the front, so I'll go ahead with a torch. All right. And can we do, you want to do stealth check? Be quiet. That's up to you? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> <Be> sneaky. <laughs> 
roll 21. 22. Okay. 13, 14, 15. But I have disadvantage on stealth yes. checks, right? Yes. So. That's 15. I got 20. Okay. 13. Okay. Right. What'd you get? Uh, 22. And number? 21. All right. So y'all did well. However, Eddie R. <laughs> so you're all walking down the, down the stairs. I'm assuming Damien, Nomu, Isundra, and then Eddie R. Yep. In that order. Yep. Everyone is I think silent. They start carrying him. Everyone is silent <laughs> in their <laughs> movements. However, Eddie R. in the very back, his shield and his chain shirt. <laughs> With his with his metal boots clanging against the stone as he walks down the stairs. Keep it quiet up there. You wanna try wearing some chainmail? Like, like, you wanna try wearing some chainmail? <laughs> as you keep walking down the stairs, you eventually hit the first level, which uh, of these catacombs. So we'll go ahead and start there. So as you enter the first room of the catacombs, it is extremely dark within the catacombs. And we all have dark vision. Good thing you all have dark vision, because what you guys can see, I'm going to make perception checks. 21. 18. Okay. 9. Okay. What'd you get? 21. 21? I got 24. All right. So y'all are able to see fairly well, except Eddie. These dice suck. <laughs> <laughs> when you look around, when you look around the first room of the catacombs, you notice it's all stone, it's pitch black. However, along the walls, there are several little entry points where it looks like where people were basically buried within the walls. Mm-hmm. But you also notice four caskets, stone caskets, in the room. In the back of the room, you notice entryway, a hallway going into what looks like another room, but you can't see that far ahead of you. What do you all do? Check for traps. <laughs> well, wait, that's, that's or, perception, right? I was going to say perception, probably, just to see what's yeah. up with the cat. Investigate, there we go. Investigation yeah. is more of a person, correct? Oh. Yeah, you want to do perception to notice anything. Oh, damn, yeah. I rolled another 20. All right. I rolled a six. Five. <laughs> Eddie are sucking the day. <laughs> you got hard to dice up first. <laughs> so what did Damien get? Five. Five. And Asundra? 23. All right. And you got a nat 20 normal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as you're looking around for traps or whatnot, you don't notice anything trap-like within this room. Nothing really sticks out like the string did. Mm-hmm. However, when you're looking around the walls, there's nothing in the holes in the walls. You notice, when you do take a peek into them, you notice skeletal remains of the dead. Mm-hmm. Are you looking into the caskets, you said? Well, let me try and check them out. Okay, the caskets are all made of stone. They're all probably about each eight feet long. Each one has a cover on top of it, though, stone cover. You guys leave the covers on, or are you trying to look into the caskets? I mean, is there anything shiny on it? No one's probably going to walk right past it. Nothing shiny about these caskets. Oh, he's going to walk right past it. Ghosting it. Okay. So now we walk past the caskets towards the hallway leading to the second room. And he all walks to the room. I'm not here to be a grave robber. Walks past the caskets. Okay. <laughs> all right. I am. <laughs> right up to it. <laughs> I got kids to feed. Fuck you guys. Where is it? Just... So she yeah, walks up, or he walks uh, up to. Up 
to one of the caskets. He's gonna he's gonna open it up, move the slabs. The stone slabs are they're not heavy, so Damon can easily remove it. So as he goes to remove it, he looks in and he sees basically another skeletal remain. This one's robed. However, as he opens the casket, something jumps up at him with a dagger. Oh fuck! <laughs> what jumps out at Damien? What's your AC again? 15. 15? Damien notices a dagger come right after him. And he also hears Gah! a little goblin jumps out I don't like it. and slashes at his throat but misses. Damien's able to back away. And the goblin, look, the goblin looks up at Damien. <laughs> and he starts screaming all around. So at this point, things are happening. Things are happening. Did we get our HP back from that rest? Yes. Yes. yes so, um, it is Sundra has the initiative at this point. We're using our level two HP. Right? Yes, you're okay. a level two now. Where's this guy? He popped it. He popped out of the casket that. That she was. Yeah, at. that a suit or a nice suit, but Damien at? was. I didn't even get the chance to fucking search it. This <laughs> is for nothing. <laughs> All what right. did you do? Nothing! I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to attack. With we'll say this is one, one of them. Okay. It jumps out of the casket onto the stone slab that Damon just slightly moved to the side. And it is loud. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't roll that great, bitch. Um, <laughs> eight plus six, right? My spell attack bonus? Mm hmm. Okay. All right, so, so you have 14. What did you cast? Eldritch Blast. Okay. Your Eldritch Blast misses. It goes right over the goblin's head. He's three foot. Go lower. <laughs> <laughs> the goblin now, in front of Damien, looks up and swings again at him. Fucking out of here. This is quite it, cute. It hits with its dagger. And you were taking... 1d6 plus 2. 4 damage. Damien takes cut to the chest. The goblin keeps screaming. And what happens is the other caskets within the room begin to move. And more goblins peek their heads out oh, and jump out of the caskets. We need a slayer. <laughs> God damn it, Damien. I'm sorry! They basically heard you all coming and prepared themselves. Uh, Thanks to Eddie Yar's loud there three or four? walking. <laughs> There's three of them total. It is Nomu's turn. Ah, what the hell? Bite Bastet! The cat god! He uses his feline agility and dashes up to uh, the goblin that slashed at Damien. Okay. Has his greatsword in his hand. <laughs> okay. And he's going for. Wide arc swing, 21. That hits. No one was able to slash the goblin in the side with his greatsword for how much damage? Nine. Nine damage. As the goblin finishes slashing into Damien, it laughs. <laughs> Not noticing Nomu's greatsword coming from the side. <laughs> Nomu swings, cuts the goblin in half. Goblin drops to the ground. Instantly dead. Ha <laughs> ha! 
It is now uh, Edyar or Damien's turn. Don't just stand there and get him. He's trying to kill me. Edyar, upset with the fact that Damien has been trying to rob graves, goes attacks the goblin on the opposite side of the room. <laughs> All right. Walking okay. over to the casket, Edyar uses the skill Inflict Wounds. All right. So what is your uh, attack roll? It's, it's, it's a spell attack. Okay. Uh, so. so it's a five plus whatever you roll. Yeah, so 15. That hits just right on. So what did you do with Inflict Wounds? Edyar enchants his mace with Inflict <clears throat> Wounds with a melee spell attack. On hit, the target takes 3d10 necro- necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, That's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Jeez, you hate goblins. Uh, 3d10s. All right. So go ahead and roll that. That's a 9. It's 4 is 13. That's another 4. 17. So you use that on your weapon? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a melee spell attack. Okay. So, Edyar rushes up to the goblin on the far end of the room. He smashes his mace against the goblin's skull, instantly killing it. It drops to the ground. It is now Damien's turn. Oh, Edyar, my boy, we work well together. <laughs> so, um, fuck. You wouldn't it's be in this situation. Right? You weren't trying to get raped. None of that. Please don't rape the guy. Save it for later. So I'm going to attack the one to my right. Yep, that's the last one remaining in the room. He's standing on that cast. You'd have to move around. You'd have to move around uh, Nomu. But you're able to, you're able to get there. You're able to get there. Okay, so I'm going to pull out my dagger. Swing down. I'm trying to stab him in the top of his head. I'm six fucking foot. I'm sick of your shit, bitch. All right. So go ahead and roll your d20 plus 5. 18. That definitely will hit. So your dagger, roll your damage for your dagger, which is a 1d4 plus 3. Is this one? Yep. Pyramid looking. Yep. For 4 damage. Damon takes his dagger, slams it. The, it's, he misses the head, but slams the shoulder of the goblin. And cries out in pain. It's not dead, though. It is now Isundra's turn. Let me try to hit it with my bow. My short bow. I got 18 plus 6. That definitely hits. So do your damage. Yes. So as the goblin is struggling in pain from being stabbed in the shoulder, Asundra shoots her short bow. I got a 9. And the arrow pierces the goblin in the skull, and it drops over dead. Get fucked. This room is now silent. Nothing else happens. What do you do? Woo! Crazy, uh, crazy shit. <laughs> Is everything in this land crazy? Are you crazy? I'm just upset. We're here to do a mission. Not be robbing graves. We spent money on the way here. We probably would have been attacked anyways. Ah, I'm going to take out the next room. I'm going to press forward. Don't go by yourself. So you guys are mo- moving to the next room? Yeah. Should. Close okay. reception. All right. So as you guys are moving, you reach the hallway. Are you going to make perception checks? Um, investigate. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It'd be perception. Yeah. yeah. Perception. 
No, it's where not. it just fits it so well. There, there it is. Hey, that's very similar. Eight. Okay. Like trash. I'd roll mine. Eighteen. Okay. I got like five plus something. Sixteen. Trash. Okay. Eleven. All right. You guys don't really notice any any traps of of the sort. As you're walking through the hallways leading into the second room, it's still pitch black. The second room, though, as you look around, has, from what you can see before leaving the hallway, looks fairly empty compared to the first. However, when you leave the hallway, the person who's in the front, we have Damien and Eddie are in the front, or I'm sorry, Sooner and Damien are in the front. As you guys step forward, one of you steps on a plate and feels it move down a bit. Setting off a trap. It's Eddie Erd's fat ass. Not me. <laughs> it is actually a Sundra. Damn it! <laughs> As a Sundra steps on the stone plate, feels her foot shift downwards. Uh-oh. A trap is released. And what happens is, along the wall on the second into the second room, a spear shoots out towards her. What is your AC? Like, coming... Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, 15. The spear shoots right past her. She's able to dodge it. Does that mean Nomu has to dodge? Yes, so now Nomu. <laughs> Fucking Matrix dodges and shit, man. She jumps past into the room, avoiding this incoming spear. But it's still going. Oh, no, you need well, a no, you don't, no, no, I have to roll. Oh, yeah. 15. What's your AC? 15. 15. 15. No, it's struck in the chest by an incoming spear. Four. Six damage. Oh, cat! I saw you were a cat. 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 He doesn't have a name. Cat! What the hell just happened? No has a spear sticking out of his chest at this point. No other traps have been set. But everyone sees a spear is in Nomu. Yeah, it's kind of like on one knee, trying to wrench it out of his chest. Oh, shit. Heal him, Eddie R. He looks horrible. He looks horrible. <laughs> Eddie R. walks up. I'm going to heal you with cure wounds. Some bandages on that bitch. Let's see, 1d8. Or, like, I don't have to hit, so it's 1d8. Yeah, you don't have to touch him. Plus my spell cast and ability modifier. Mm-hmm. So, touch, touch. 3 plus 5, so 8. Yes, you have a spell attack. Cool. Alright, no one was healed by ADR. I got one more spell today. Alright, so what do you guys do now? You got your spell back, didn't you? Huh. Or that, you have that was my second one this day. Oh. I got one more from the level up. Oof. No one looks dead at it, Sandra. Sorry about that. <laughs> so what are y'all doing? You going to the second room? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm not right. how much other shit is in here. So when you guys step into the second room, I won't make you make perception checks. It's a fairly dark, no, fairly, it's, it is dark, and it's a pretty plain room. It still has the holes in the walls for buried people. Mm-hmm. If you look around and within the walls, you just see more skeletal remains. However, in the far right end of the room, you do notice there is a door leading into what looks like another room. A rule 15. It is a it is a stone. He said he wasn't making hmm? He said he wasn't gonna make you roll it. Oh, okay. No. So it is a one door though, small enough that only one of you at a time can enter it. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a wooden door attached to the stone. I'll walk in first. 
Eddie all walks up to the one door. The loudest one? At least don't know what kind. <laughs> <laughs> no surprises. Uh, attempts to open the door. You open it easily. So, walks in. Flies off the hinges. Uh, okay. Can I make a perception yes, check? Yes, you may. Make Please it. do. 11, 14. Okay. As Idiar opens the door and peeks his head in, he sees this looks like it's the last room within the tombs. You can't go any lower. In the very center towards the wall, or against the wall, center room, a large tomb. No other burial tombs are within this room, however, or a casket or whatnot. Um, however, sitting on that tomb at the very end, you see a goblin. He has a helmet and a chain shirt. And he has a scimitar and a javelin. And he's sitting on the tomb. And along the tomb, you see several more goblins. The goblin sitting on the tomb looks different, however. He has a chain shirt on and a scimitar and a javelin in his hands. And he's raising his hands up and points the javelin towards Ediar. He screams out at the other goblins, and the other three look over at Eddie R., and they point at him. <laughs> and they prepare themselves to do battle. Guys, prepare yourselves. There's four goblins in this room. One of them looks more important than the rest. <laughs> Can no one else speak their language? Tell them to stop. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm assuming no one knows Goblin. No. Nope. Then if that's the case. Alright. So uh, we'll go ahead and start the battle then. Yep. They are attacking. And they heard you coming. Isundra has the first. So Eddie R. Is right in. here. And you're all st- yeah, you're all still behind Eddie R. So I have to go in the room though, right? Yeah. It's up to you. You can hold your turn, but the monsters are next. or the goblins are next. Um I guess I gotta go in there. Yeah. What else am I gonna do? You can walk through your allies. So I wanna be like right there. Up around. So <laughs> as soon as steps in the room and turns right immediately into the corner of the room, what's she doing? I'm hiding. Um, I'm gonna try to do witch bolt. All right. On which goblin? There's three surrounding the two, and there's one sitting on top of it. The one that looks important is sitting on top of it. Yeah. Alright, so you're trying to attack the important goblin, alright? Is that what we're calling him? <laughs> the big memer. Final boss. The important goblin. <laughs> goblin boss, basically. Yep. 19 plus 6. That definitely fire hits. Fucking blast his ass. So you blast at the goblin boss. We'll just call him the goblin boss. So do your damage with your witch bolt. Alright, each one. So with this one, it stays connected when it. Yeah. Hits. So the next round, you can say it hits again if you want. Alright, I did six. You did that on the skeleton the last time. So. Yeah. What's the damage? Six. Okay. It's called witch bolt. Yeah. That's the lightning one, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So Asundra yeah, sends a lightning bolt that's connected to their hand towards the goblin boss. However, as it right before it reaches the goblin boss, the goblin boss does have a skill for reactions. He redirects the attack, and he switches himself with the goblin in front of him. Dirty. He grabs the goblin in front of the tomb. That's fucked up, man. Dirty. 
We'll just use this guy. Oh, sure. So it's easier to... He grabs the goblin in front of the tomb, pulls him up, and he jumps off the tomb, and the goblin instead takes the hit for him. <laughs> and how much damage did you say? Six? Six, I think, yeah. The goblin that he pulls takes the hit brunt first. <laughs> and he gets shocked. However, he's still up, but he's all on the tomb, shaking. <laughs> the goblin boss looks at his sooner and points his scimitar. <laughs> Super pissed. It is now their turn. The goblin boss takes his javelin and he throws it. My God, he's like the Night King. At Isundra, upset that she shot at him. Mm-mm. What is Isundra's AC again? What'd you roll? Mm-hmm. Tell me your AC. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So the javelin he throws flies forward and it misses, hits the wall. Call me Neo. The other goblin. That's on the left of the it's goblin boss. Charges at Ediar. <laughs> and it attacks. So my, with, is my spell uh, still connected to yes, which one then? The one that was hit. The one on top. This one? Yes. Okay. The one on top of the tomb. I wouldn't know if it was the one that was hit. The goblin to. rushes up towards Ediar and it slashes up at him. And your AC is? 18. So the so goblin cool. goes up and slashes. Gets an 18. Ediar takes 5 damage. <laughs> The other goblin that is on the other side of the tomb rush, uh, rushes as well towards Ediar. And it jumps up with his scimitar. And it swings down at him. This one, though, he's able to block with his shield. The goblin on top of the tomb that is being shocked. He jumps down. And he stays there next to the tomb, hurting. It is now Nomu's turn. Can I even get in that room? You, yeah, you can walk through your allies. Well, there are like... Yeah. You can go... The, you have to go around Ediar, who's basically in front of the door, but you can get through him. I'll move around the allies in the door, and okay. I have my flail in my hand. And I come... Uh, dis- have the flail descend on this guy. The one that just... That's attacking uh, Ediar. The one that just hit him? Because there's yep. two up against him. Yeah, the one that just hit him. All right. That good old-fashioned revenge. 20. 20 to hit? Yep. All right. Was that not a nat 20, though? No. Okay. You were able to hit the goblin. Nomu goes in with his weapon. Does swings. eight damage. Eight damage to the goblin. The goblin is hit in the back of the head, and it falls limp dead. Damn. Nomu vanquishes the goblin. <laughs> Drops. Now it is Eddie's turn or Damien's turn. Who's still bitter about earlier? <laughs> Eddie or Damien can hear battle going on. He, she hears, or he hears Damien's shield hitting a sword clang, and he also hears Eddie or kind of grunt from taking the blow. Let me in. Let me in. All right. <laughs> so as Damien rushes in, he can see there is a goblin in between Eddie R and Nomu, and two other goblins. In the far end of the room, on top of the tomb, so if or he to, like, next to the tomb. Stab, he could, right? You can go around. Yeah, you go like around the one that's. Yeah, you can go around. Backstab if, if Damien wants right. to. So I'm creeping. I'm crouched. I'm going around <laughs> my opponent for a sneak attack, and I'm pretty much by crouched. I mean. So they don't know how many of you there shit. are, 
So I'm not going to just let you get a sneak attack on. Okay. So I will make you do a stealth roll. That's fair. Okay. So see if they notice you. 18. All right. You did higher than them. So the goblin's too worried about Nomu and Ediar and Asunda right now that it doesn't notice Damien stealth in. So go ahead and attack the goblin. Got my good, good dagger out. And because he is surrounded now, you have an advantage. So roll twice and take your highest roll. All right, so 12, 5. So go with the 12. 12 plus 5 is 17. So you're able to sneak attack the goblin. Nice. So go ahead and do your damage. Your sneak attacks, 1d6. Plus, so, but that's an extra damage. So, one plus you're using your dagger or your rapier. Your dagger. So, go and roll your 1d4 plus three. So, five plus the one. So, you do six damage to the goblin. The goblin gets stabbed in the side. Ah! It screams out in pain. However, he's still up, but he's really hurt. It is now Ediar's turn. Ediar facing the goblin. Swings his mace. Down upon his head. That's gonna hit. So do your damage. Five plus three, so eight. The goblin takes the mace straight in the face. It drops to the ground, instantly dead. Mm. Isundra, can I move after? Yes, you can. You can move after you attack. Uh, Edyard then repositions himself in front of the party. Next to the goblin leader. Alright. Goblin leader looks at Ediar and growls. <laughs> and it takes the scimitar in both hands, preparing itself. Alright, it is now Isundra's turn. I don't have to roll to hit again, right? No, it's just, connected. you can still, mm hmm. Just roll a d. Just roll a d. The damage. The damage, yeah. Nine. So nine. The goblin that's still being shocked by Isundra's spell bursts, his chest bursts open. As his rib cages kind of become visible, Gruesome. he's dead. Confetti. Gruesome. The goblin boss is now by himself. He looks around. There's no escape except through you guys. So it prepares itself to ride or die. To get fucked. It goes and it swings at Idiar. And Idiar blocks the first attack. However, the goblin boss does have. Multi attack. So it gets a second roll. This time it hits. Yes. Ediar takes another five damage. The goblin boss is no joke. He swings and hits Ediar's arm. Five damage. <laughs> it looks at Ediar's face. What's your HP? Uh, 11. Looks at Eddie R. says, <laughs> and it laughs. Oh, shit. I've got one more spell today, so. Alright. It is now no move. You did break. Uh, I'm actually. Yeah, I still got my foot on the head. I'm just gonna move up to the goblin boss and try right. to intimidate him. Alright. See if he understands me. Cease your attack! Or die! Or your d20 intimidate? My intimidate is. <laughs> Ten. Okay. <laughs> he thinks you a pussy. You. Cat. He looks up. He looks up at the cat. <laughs> pussy. 
He's not intimidated. Nomu shakes his head and then lets the, the flail descend. I roll a 21. That will hit the goblin boss. Yep. Let's do your damage. Eight damage. Goblin boss takes eight damage straight up. The flail descends. Goblin boss takes a hit, looks up at Nomu. <laughs> He's still healthy. He's not afraid to back down. It is now Eddie R. Or Damien. Eddie R. Cast for his last spell today. <laughs> Does he announce that? <laughs> his, <laughs> last. Up for his last spell today. You do it much more shit. What's <laughs> he cast? Give me a second. Sorry. I thought I had it when I wanted. Oh, I forgot to add. Oh, no, I didn't read Eldritch. Actually, I don't think I did. Uh, those are ability checks. No, no, these aren't what I wait. These don't help me. My cantrips don't help me. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I'm at 11. So I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. So it is now Damien's turn. Or I don't have to, well, I got to roll the D8. Yeah, you don't have to, like, hit anything. You have 30 minutes. 10. That's 10. That's 10? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's not D8. <laughs> Seven. Seven plus five. Damien's turn. So that's twelve. So that's supposed to be back to four. So I'm behind. You're behind Eddie R. You see in front of Eddie R is the goblin boss that just hit him really hard with his scimitar. (laughs) So I'd like to use my acrobatics. (laughs) You know I'm about aesthetic. I'm going to (laughs) grab onto Eddie R's shoulder and flip over him <laughs> for a rapier attack. Alright. To like the that. face. Alright, so going to an acrobatics check. 16. 16. She, or he grabs onto Eddie R's shoulders and is able to jump over and land behind the goblin onto the, the tomb as his rapier stabs down at him. So go ahead and roll your, like your attack. Ooh, five. Five plus your... Five, so ten. So, Damien looks extremely cool, jumping over Eddie R and flipping over the <laughs> goblin, landing on the tomb and slashing or piercing or stabbing his rapier at the goblin, however he misses horribly. <laughs> but looks cool doing so. <laughs> I ripped your cloak. <laughs> it is now a Sooner's turn. Okay. If you hit, I had a line I was going to use, but you missed. <laughs> you missed. Look, okay. Damien's all about the aesthetics. Doesn't matter if he hits or misses. Let's say maybe we did make a good team. If you're missing your attacks, (laughs) stop it. He's shorter than I thought. Do you think with hex, it's only I only deal extra damage when I hit it? What's the what's? It says until the spell ends, you deal an extra one d six necrotic damage to the target when you hit it with an attack. This is when you hit it, but no one else. Yeah, Um, so it's just you. So we'll just switch bolt again, probably. Okay. So go ahead and roll your d20 with your spellcasting ability modifier, your spell attack bonus. I had a plan and then I... I think that's what I'm doing. It's only saving throws and ability checks. Okay. I gotta figure out how to use this really that close to me, so yeah, we'll do that. Okay. 14 plus 6. 14 plus 6, so that's 20. That will hit the goblin boss. And then it's a 1d12. 6. 
six damage. The goblin boss takes the lightning into his shoulder for six damage. He screams out. Ah! It hurts him pretty bad. But it stays but, connected because I have two yeah. spell slots now. Okay. It is now no move, or the goblin boss's turn. Yep. The goblin boss looks up at ADR, seeing that he's healed himself. He decides to go for another target. He swings up at Nomu with his scimitar. Hits. He gets a second attack, but it's at a disadvantage. He misses. Still misses. But the first hit will hit. Nomu takes five damage. Ah! What did I tell you? Cease your attack! It is now Nomu's turn. Nomu's turn. And Marengo is mad. Yeah, well, we have one more spell. The Compel Duel. Alright. Nomu. I told you to see your attack. He's grabbing him. Alright. Oh, God. That's Mm-mm. terrible. Mm-hmm. He rolled five. He rolls an 18. That's terrible. He uses acrobatics. He, goes, <laughs> he jumps in between Nomu's arms and he Nomu's not able to grab him. Now, Eddie R. Eddie R, fully healed up, swings his mace, going for an underswing. <laughs> Trying to get him out of the jaw. Eight plus... Uh, you miss. Eddie R misses. The Goblin Bloss spins around and dodges after jumping through Nomu's arms. <laughs> Eddie R, he's slippery! I won't lie, he's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> Damien's turn. Alright. Still got that dagger out. You are behind him He's on top to of the two. <laughs> yep. So he is basically surrounded between you and Eddie R, so you have an advantage. So you roll twice and go with a higher number. Twelve. Plus five, seventeen. So you go with the seventeen. The seventeen hits. So do your damage with the dagger. So it's the oh, yeah. D four. Yeah. Plus three. Four damage. Damien takes his dagger. Shoulder blade hit. And he shanks the goblin again in the back. <laughs> he screams out and he looks at Damien, extremely pissed. <laughs> he takes his scimitar and he readies it like he's going to attack Damien next. Mm-hmm. It is now Isundra's turn. I'm still connected, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to keep lightning bolting. Twelve! Holy moly! So, the goblin boss looks at Damien as if he's about to swing up at Damien with all his strength. But before he can do so, Isundra's witch bolt that's connected to him shatters him. His head explodes. Damn. Guts all Damn. over Damien's face. Oh, that's nice. <sighs> Why is his hit for so hard? I don't understand. That was close. What the hell were they guarding in this place? Well, I don't tend to have the best luck. Someone else look. <laughs> yeah, I'm so just going to take a look. Go and do perception checks. Yep. 17. 13. 13. 7. 6. 17 plus 6. Right, if you go higher than 10, you're able to look around. So, everyone looks around the room. It's an extremely old, ancient tomb. There is nothing of value necessarily in this room. However, you go to the tomb that the goblin boss was sitting on. You open you open it. You move the stone uh, slab to the side. Mm-hmm. You notice there is, yet again, skeletal remains. However, the skeletal remains 
within this tomb is covered in a cloak, a purple silk cloak. Um, and on top of the skeleton's head, you notice there is a circlet on the skull, the skull's head. On the circlet, however, is engraved several gems. So in the middle, there is a diamond. To the right of the diamond, there is a ruby. To the right of the ruby is an emerald. To the left of the diamond is a sapphire. To the left of that is a bloodstone. It is a golden circlet. Also in that tomb, you notice bloodstone. Also in the tomb, you do notice that there are other treasures of whatnot within that tomb. Laying next to the skeletal remains, there, there is a golden locket with a painted portrait inside. You also notice that there are two moonstones on the side of the skeletal uh, remains. And then again, the cloak that the skeleton is wearing is a silk, purple silk robe or cloak mm-hmm. with embroidery all around it. So it looks fairly fancy. fancy. Mm. No already intrigued. You see shiny objects. <laughs> so the circlet, two moonstones, and then the okay. silk cloak is mm. what's in that tomb. So as it's, it's as if the goblin boss, the goblins were keeping that as their treasure and guarding it. Huh. They have made this their home, obviously. And paid for it. So what do you guys do? Do you guys think I could wear this cloak? You have to fight me for it. For the cloak? Yes. I exposed his head and saved you. Desiree would love it. Don't be selfish. But Desiree didn't help us win this fight. Oh, you gonna go there? <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Eddie picks up the moonstones and examines them. Rules of 18, you got, you, got, you, got, you got an 18, you're good. So he investigates the moonstones, and he's able to see that they're in perfect condition. Uh, and he's seen them before go for a price for about 50 gold coins each. Since this loot is from the goblins and not from robbing graves, how about we take these moonstones back to town, sell them, and split the profits? <laughs> Someone's in that tomb. Grave robber. I'm down, I'm on your side. <laughs> so... Anything else you guys are doing with it? So, this is the object that the hooded guy was looking for? You've yet to see anything closer to his description than that. Take it anyway. Alright, fine. As long as he doesn't pitch a bitch about it. Toss me that locket. Nobu tosses the locket. Hmm. He rolled a nat, nat 20. So... Damon looks at the locket, opens it. He sees it's about the size of his fist. When he opens the locket, there is a painting of a woman, extremely beautiful. Behind her, it looks like there is a lake or a pond of some sort. And then there is a tree with a giant hole in it. But he can't see what's in that hole. But the locket itself is gold. Looks at it, snaps it closed, pockets it. (laughs) All right, that just leaves the cloak. You can wear it back. Assume But you cannot have it. I think it's made for me, don't you think? We'll, we'll, we'll talk more. Rips the cloak off the neck. Tosses it to her. Sindra puts it on and looks hella happy. You look alright. 
All right, uh, and that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Taverns and Caverns. Till next time, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Again, on Twitter at Taverns Caverns.